0: We're going to do number three now quickly. Number three. Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we do not distort the Word of God. We do not distort the Word of God. And I'm going to quote from a gentleman here, and I hope I'm saying his name correctly George G. Dello, D-E-L-O. He wrote an article. I believe he's part of the prophetic movement, but I'm not real sure. Uh, he wrote an article, Church Reformation. Listen to what he had to say. I've said it before. You've heard me say it, but I like the way he says it. And you've probably heard it said before or read it said before, but you need to see the way he says it because he's right on target. Listen to him. He says in his article, Church Reformation, one of the things God is doing in this hour is liberating his people from the bondage. Bondages created by the traditions of men within the structure of the church. Can somebody say amen? amen? Most of the problems with today's church are rooted in wrong concept of the church We have made the church an organization run by men rather than an organism run by the Holy Spirit Wow God intended his church to be a community of believers living in divine love and fellowship with God and with one another It was supposed to be a priesthood of believers. Hello. Serving God out of divine oneness and equality with each other in spirit of humility, mutual submission, and selflessness. The early church exemplified an intimate family community living and growing together in love into their head, Jesus Christ. The scriptures picture a loving household, not a bureaucratic business, a living organism, not a hierarchical organization. The church is to be a corporate expression of Christ, not a religious corporation. It is an interdependent body, not a mechanical machine. The church is people, not buildings. We are the church, and wherever two or three of us gather. We are in the church with the Lord Jesus Christ. It is an interdependent body. The church begins with individual living stones, but ends up a spiritual house and a holy priesthood as we are knit together in love. The present church system is based on separation of God's people by priestly classes, performer style meetings with a passive priesthood, programs, buildings, hierarchy of government, and outward form. This has produced a nominal Christian with an immature body, a money-driven organization, an elitist leadership, a professional worship, and very little true fruit. God's destiny for the church was to be the place of His glory. The church should be the place of the fullness of God, presence and power. It should be dripping with the oil of His anointing. Its atmosphere should be flooded with the fragrance of His presence. He should be saturated with his love and compassion. He should be rich in his fellowship and communion. He should be charged with his joy and eternal pleasures. He should be exploding with his worship and praise and adoration. He should be constrained with his reverence and awe. He should be flowing in healing, deliverance, salvation, miracles, signs, and wonders. He should be electrified with zeal, passion, and devotion. It should be knit together with bonds of demonstrable love, care, support, and respect. It should be an irresistible magnet drawing the lost, the poor, the destitute, the sick, the addict, the prostitute, and the needy from the least to the greatest. And I hear somebody saying, that's a great idea, preacher. Make the church the welfare organization and the church cannot sustain it, cannot afford it. Listen, it was never meant to be that way. The church must rely on the supernatural power of God to heal, deliver, and provide employment and to provide money where there is no money. It isn't up to us to be a social welfare program. The answer is the supernatural power of God. Would to God that some churches that have multi-million dollar approaching billion dollar facilities and budgets would take that money and say all of you pew sitters you're going to go to work for the Lord and you're going to take this money and you're going to give it away. And then you're going to meet in tents and houses and you're going to serve God not because we got a big facility but because you love God. But it isn't about that anymore. It's about buildings! Building bigger barns! What can we do? What can you and I do? Insist on the full Gospel. We need to insist on the full Gospel. We need to expect God to manifest. We need to maintain the fullness of the Spirit. We can worship God with passion. Let me just say a word there. We do not and we will not use music as purely a tool to incite the emotions of people. Be careful that you're able to distinguish the difference between worship and just good theatrics. I've seen both. There is a difference. Witness with conviction and zeal. Bottom line is that old saying, you may be the only Jesus that poor sinner out there ever sees.